Greetings, Earthlings. Today I'm back with a review of a microphone that's from Logitech. A microphone that's dynamic? That's also XLR? And $350? Whoa! If you are... <laughs> If you are interested in this microphone, I will throw some affiliate links in the description down below. For this review, I am connecting the microphone directly to the Focusrite, recording 24-bit 48 kilohertz. 48 volts phantom power is on. My gain is set at around 1 o'clock. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I will likely have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now, let's talk about what comes in the box. What a surprise, you get the microphone, a different colored windscreen if you want to change up the look, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch, or if you turn it over, a 5 8 inch to quarter inch adapter, and a tiny bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, I don't have any complaints about this thing. It has an all-metal chassis which feels very nice. Underneath the foam windscreen, you have a very firm metal mesh grill with no give to it. The arm is also all-metal. The only plastic bit on here is going to be the knob that you tighten down the arm with. Underneath the magnetic cover on the rear, you will find two switches, one being a high-pass or low-cut filter, the second being a presence boost filter. On the top or bottom of the microphone, you will find the XLR port, and if it matters to you, this microphone is made in China. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a super cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 40 hertz to 18 kilohertz, a sensitivity of approximately negative 33.5 dB, a max SPL of 138 dB, and a phantom power requirement of plus 24 or plus 48 volts. Now I am spinning around the blue Sona to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. Continuing around the microphone to 180 degrees, here's the rear of the mic. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle, here we are. And then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Now let's see how well this microphone rejects plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I'm right on top of the microphone and here is how it's sounding. Now I'm about three inches off of the microphone and here is how it's sounding. About one foot away from the blue Sona, about two feet away from the blue Sona, and about four feet away from the Logitech blue Sona. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W and spacebar keys. Now, here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And now, here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated space. Now, in order to see how effective this microphone is at rejecting shocks, I'm going to go ahead and tap on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. Now, because I'm annoying and I want to be thorough, I'm going to tap on the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies.
And now I want to see what kind of impact the provided windscreen has on the tone of the recording. Currently, I have the windscreen off, and here is how it's sounding. And now, here is how the microphone sounds with the provided windscreen installed. Again, here is how the microphone sounds without the provided windscreen installed. And just because we can, here is another sample of me speaking into the microphone with the provided windscreen. Next, I want to demonstrate the EQ switches on the microphone. Up until now, I have had the microphone in the neutral mode, and this is how it's been sounding. Now I have turned on the high pass filter or the low cut filter. You should hear quite a big change in the lower frequencies. It really cleans up any kind of rumble down there. Quick palette cleanser with the EQ back in neutral. And now I have the presence boost engaged and here is how it's sounding. You should hear a lot more information in the upper frequencies, a lot more shh, a lot more of that kind of information. Again, here is a quick palette cleanser with the EQ in neutral. And finally, I have the microphone in likely the worst sounding configuration, the low cut or high pass filter, and the presence boost engaged. And here is how this sounds on my voice at about four inches away. Now, like I always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone we're reviewing, the Logitech Blue Sona, and a bunch of other microphones on the market so we can hear how it stacks up against the competition and hear the microphone in context. We'll start on the microphone we're reviewing. This is the Logitech Blue Sona EQ in the neutral mode, three inches off, gain set at one o'clock, and there you go. First, we are on the Behringer XM8500, which goes for about $20. 3 inches off, gain set at 4 o'clock, and here is how this sounds compared to a mic that's $350. Back again on the Logitech Blue Sona, nothing has changed. Let's jump to another microphone. Next, we are on the SE Electronics V7. This goes for about $100, 3 inches off, gain still set at 4 o'clock. Check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these in post, and let's do a whole bunch more of these things. Here is another palette cleanser. This is the Logitech Blue Sona. Which one do you like so far? Let's go to another one. Now we are on the Shure SM58, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. This also goes for about $100 and there you go, 58. Let's jump back and do more. All right, we have a lot more to go. This is the Blue Sona. Let's go to another one right now. Now we are getting into the broadcast dynamic looking microphones. This is the Rode PodMic, $100, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. Check the lower third and let's do more. Again, we are on the blue Sona. Let me know which color you would have picked, the white or the black version of the microphone, and let's jump to another mic. Now we are on the brand new Elgato Wave DX. This goes for about $100, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock, and here is how it compares to a microphone that is 3.5x the price. Okay, more. All right, we are almost halfway there, but first, this is the Blue Sona. Next microphone. Now we are on the Audio-Technica AT2040, another $100 broadcast-ish dynamic microphone, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock, and here is how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Logitech. Now we are over the hump and we are on the Blue Sona. Here is how it sounds. Hump day! Let's go to the next one. Now we are on the Shure MV7X, the XLR only version. This goes for about $180, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock, and here is how it sounds. Let's do more. All right, back on the blue Sona. I don't know if anybody remembers those commercials with the camel that's really excited that it's hump day. Let me know. Let's go to the next mic. 
Next, we are on the Rode Procaster, which goes for about $230, three inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. Check the lower third to see how much I boost each of these in post. And this is how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Blue Sona and do some more things. All right, Blue Sona again. Here is how it sounds. Nothing has changed. Next microphone. Next, I am on the SE Electronics Dynacaster, which goes for about $290, three inches off, gain set at 11 o'clock, dynamite engaged, low shelf on, and the first high boost on. And here is how this sounds compared to the, what are, Blue Sona. Next mic. We are getting mighty close to the end, but we have a few more to go. This is the Blue Sona Palette Cleanser. Next mic. Next, we are on the Venerable Sure SM7B. This goes for about, I don't know if I use that word right. Who cares? This goes for $400 EQ and neutral and gain set at 100%. Here's how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Logitech and do a couple more. All right, back on the Blue Sona. Here is how it sounds. Blah, blah, blah. Next mic. Now we are on the Earthworks Ethos, which goes for about $400, three inches off, gain still set at one o'clock, 48 volts on, and here's how this sounds. Would you believe me if I told you we are on the Blue Sona? Because we are. Let's go to another microphone, the penultimate microphone. Let's do it. Next, we are on the Electrovoice RE20, which goes for about $450, no high pass filter engaged, three inches off, gain set at 430, and here's how it sounds. Let's go back to the Logitech. And we have one final microphone to go, and you all know what it's going to be. I am saying this all in one breath. Let's go to that final microphone. And lastly, we are on the Neumann U87AI. Hello, Neumann. This goes for about $3,700. I am on the cardioid polar pattern. No pad, no filters, three inches off, 48 volts on, gain set at around 11 o'clock. And here is how this is sounding the control from video to video. Let me know which of these microphones you liked the best, and let's go to the music test. Butts, go fart, all of the butts, go fart. Butts, go fart, all of the butts, go fart. What is that called? It's some kind of cadence where you resolve to the major one when you're in the minor key. I swear it's some kind of Wagner-esque technique. I just don't remember what it's called. And a song about butts? It's a Tina Belcher-inspired song, can you tell? <laughs> Tina Belcher mixed with Richard Wagner. Sorry if you thought it was vulgar. I'm just trying to have some fun. <laughs> Let's go to the conclusion. This is stupid. <laughs> All right. When I saw a $350 XLR dynamic microphone with an inbuilt preamp from Logitech, I had zero idea what to expect. And after using it for a while, I'm pleasantly surprised. And first up as far as pros has to be that inbuilt preamp. That means you're getting a really hot and healthy output, so you don't have to worry about your interfaces or outboard preamps that much. Also, I found the rejection and polar pattern of this microphone to be quite good. 
I was also impressed with how little of the desk bumps that it picked up, and the build quality of the microphone feels outstanding. And then as far as cons, the biggest issue that I have is how aggressive the EQ switches are. When you turn on the high pass filter, it makes the microphone sound anemic. When you turn on the presence boost, I think it becomes a bit too sharp or a bit too sizzly or sibilant. Just not the greatest sound when you engage the EQ. I would have liked those to be a little bit more subtle to make them more useful. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone? On the electric guitar, I think it worked. In the lows and low mids, it doesn't become too overpowering or muddy. The mids don't come across as scooped or too forward or congested. And then in the top end, you do get this very biting and aggressive sound, which can be very good for that aggressive style of electric guitar. But if you're going for a softer, tamer, more calming recording, I don't necessarily think this is going to be the right pick. Next up on the acoustic, again, I think it can work, but just like the vast majority of dynamic microphones, I think this is offering a doler, maybe even a bit of a lifeless sound profile that I don't think complements an acoustic instrument like a large diaphragm or a small diaphragm condenser would. Next up for singing, I think you get a little bit more of a focus on the low mids than I would typically want for this application. The mids in general are pretty inoffensive though. They don't come across nasally and you don't get that really obnoxious V-shaped sound. But then when you get to the top end, at least with the presence boost engaged, I hear a bit of sibilance, I hear a little bit of sizzliness, and it comes across a touch artificial. Not my favorite for that application. And finally, for spoken word, I found myself enjoying this quite a bit. I know a lot of people are absolutely going to hate it, but I found myself enjoying it. In the neutral mode, it gives us a little bit more of that darker SM7B style. With the presence boost engaged, I did find it a touch sibilant. So if you have a super bassy and deep voice and you need as much help as you can get in the treble and air region, I don't think this is going to be the right fit, just like I don't think the SM7B would be the right fit for you. But if you do have a higher pitched or a harsher voice, and you're looking for a darker microphone to tame that and smooth it out a little bit, at least in the neutral mode, I think it does that and does it quite well. Quick add-on, I know a lot of people would just say, no, it's too dark, I absolutely hate it. If you don't want that dark sound, this microphone is not going to be the right pick for you. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Logitech Blue Sona for some people? If you're looking for that SM7B style sound, meaning darker and smoother, but you don't want to have to worry about your preamps, and maybe you want a different look to your microphone so it doesn't look like you also have an SM7B, I think that's who's really going to be gravitating towards this microphone. And if that is you and you have the disposable income, I'm not here to stop you. I do want to put this in context though. I think it's a good sounding microphone, but for $100, you could get something like the SEV7, a little bit more neutral, not as smooth sounding. For $60 less, SE Electronics Dynacaster, not the same sound, but much more usable EQ section, and you also get that same inbuilt preamp. 
But if your budget does allow you to stretch that extra 50 bucks to 400, you could go with the actual SM7B to get that sound if that's what you want. Or you could go with the Earthworks Ethos, which is now 400 bucks, get you that really nice condenser lively sound with that same robust low mids. And again, it's a condenser. You don't need to worry about that preamp either. So to wrap up and summarize, I like the sound of the microphone, I like the feature set of the microphone, and I do like it at $350, but just like Blue Horseshoe loving Anacott Steel, I would love this thing at $250, at $200, because I think that's where it really fits in. Right now, it's going up against some heavy hitters, some industry standards, some classics. It's going up against the SM7B, the SE Dynacaster, now the Earthworks Ethos. It's only $100 away from the RE20. It's got some very steep competition to go up against. But if you love the sound of this microphone and the look of this microphone more than any of the others, and your budget allows for it, I say go forth and rock and roll. You can get some really nice sounding vocal recordings out of this thing. I would just find it much more appealing and much more interesting at a slightly lower price point. All right, that is all that I've got for you today. If you did find this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, big ol' thumbs down. These people over here are amazing. Blue Horseshoe loves Anacott Steel. Blue Horseshoe loves Anacott Steel. Don't forget your wallet! If, you, if, you, if you've seen Wall Street, you get it. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Whoop, boop.